When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the June 13th episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Of course, it is major championship week. We are going to talk some golf. It is the U.S. Open. Uh, Feels like it was just yesterday that we were getting ready for the Masters, but here we are a couple months later, two majors already in the books. Um, and we are already getting ready for the U.S. Open, which tees off here in just two days. Uh, so I'll be going through all my picks for the U.S. Open, as well as my thoughts on probably the top 20 or so golfers uh, and some dark horses as well. Uh, and then I'll wrap up the podcast by just quickly going through my picks for this week's LPGA event, because I just might be an LPGA sharp. Back to back LPGA outright winners. Hopefully you're following me on Twitter. Uh, and that you have followed the, along with me on those. I hit Rosang uh, two weeks ago, which was actually a podcast pick as well, uh, 42 to 1. Uh, and last week I didn't do a podcast, but I did tweet out my article at the ShopRite Classic, hit Ashley Buhai at 16 to 1. So I got my LPGA picks back for this week. It is a Meyer, Major, M- Major LPGA Classic. Uh, so I will wrap up the pod with my picks. For that, but of course, the majority of the show is going to be focused on the U.S. Open set to take place at Los Angeles Country Club, a place where golf nerds uh, all around the internet are very excited for this event held at this course. It has never hosted a major championship. It's a very, uh, it's a course with a lot of character, I think would be a fair way to describe it. Uh, but before we get into the show here, I got an ad read I got to read. L- look at us moving up in the world. Caesars Sportsbook. Quick shout out to Caesars Sportsbook, uh, who was advertising this ep- episode of the podcast. Uh, they were the only sportsbook uh, to uh, verify my identity successfully when I first moved to the United States and here to New York. So for a long time, for probably six months or so, uh, I was exclusively using Caesars Sportsbook uh, when I moved to the United States. Um, but speaking of Caesars Sportsbook, hello, New Jersey and Illinois. We have an offer from Caesar Sportsbook that you don't want to miss. New customers get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,250. Now, here's the thing. And if you're looking at the uh, YouTube version of this, the video version of this podcast, you have to use the code BOBFULL. Going to be honest. Don't know what BOBFULL has to do with the Bacon Bets podcast. Uh, but that is the word they have chose. Bob Full, B-O-B-F-U-L-L. Use that code at sign up. That is Bob, the name Bob, full, all one word, F-U-L-L. If you sign up with our code BOBFULL, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you'll also be directly supporting the podcast. 
So if you haven't signed up for Caesar Sportsbook, join with the code BOBFULL and drop your first bet. This offer is only available to new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in New Jersey or Illinois. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See podcast description for full terms. So yes, support the podcast. If you don't have Caesar Sportsbook, if you're in New Jersey or Illinois, please go sign up for it. It's a great offer. $1,250, your first bet. All right. Bob Full, B-O-B-F-U-L-L. All right, let's get into the U.S. Open here. Just a quick... uh, couple of things about the Los Angeles Country Club. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it is the first time that we'll be seeing an event at this course, uh, any type of event. So um, I know they, I think they've hosted some Walker Cup stuff and I think some collegiate stuff. I know Max Homa set the course record here, I believe, during the Pac-12 championship when he was at California. More on him a little bit later. Uh, But in terms of men's professional, even women's professional golf, we have not seen any events here, which is going to make handicapping it a little bit difficult. I've tried to do my research to see if I can find some kind of edge. I can't really. One thing we can bank on is that that it is a U.S. Open. It is set up by the USGA, so we are going to get extremely thick rough, as I'm sure you've all seen the countless videos that get tweeted um, of people dropping golf balls in the rough. It seems now that happens not only at every single major, but every single normal golf tournament. It happened last week at the Canadian Open as well. Um, oh, by the way, shout out to Canada. What a day for Canadian sports. I'll get back to this in a second, but Nick Taylor was 71, 72 foot putt for the win in a playoff. Uh, great sports memory. He Flipped the club like Joey Bats flipped the bat back when uh, Jose Bautista hit the home the go-ahead home run against the Rangers in the playoffs uh, back in 2013. I want to say that was. Uh, listen, can, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Canada doesn't have a lot of great sports moments. Um, I think I was listening to the uh, Pat Mayo experience. No, it wasn't the Pat Mayo experience. I think it was no laying up. Um, got my yeah, I got my golf shows mixed up, but uh, both great podcasts. Uh, and they're debating whether it's going to be a top Canadian sports moment. I don't know if a top five Canadian sports moment, top five, I mean, top two Canadian golf moment. Mike Weir winning the Masters, this number two, for sure. We don't have very many good golf memories. Uh, and then sports general, not really. None of our teams have won a Stanley Cup since 93. Uh, Joe Carter hitting the uh, walk-off home run for the Blue Jays there in 93, whenever that was. Um, obviously Sidney Crosby golden goal in the Olympics. Anytime Canada won the Olympic gold and hockey was a big memory. Uh, Raptors, I would say the Kawhi shot against the 76ers in game seven. That was a big one. Raptors just winning the NBA championship in general was big, but we don't have a ton as a country. We don't have a ton of great sports memories. So this one, even though it's just the lowly Canadian open and what was not an elevated event, a relatively weaker field, uh, I'll take it. I'll I'll take it. First Canadian to win it since 1954, Pat Fletcher. Um, for those of you living in Canada, like I will be eventually, it's again at some point, we will see that putt on Canadian sports media TV highlight packages um, several times a year for the rest of our lives. So congratulations to Nick Taylor. Congratulations to anyone who bet on him. I bet on him to finish as a top Canadian. I think is at like five to one plus five fifty. So I did cash that, which looked dead in the water after round one. Uh, didn't have any other action on Nick Taylor. Uh, the closest outright I got was Justin Rose, who was 
T2 heading into Sunday, but just didn't really do enough on Sunday. It is what it is. Um, but from one National Open to the other, now let's talk the U.S. Open. So, yeah, the USGA is setting up the, the U.S. Open. We know the rough is going to be thick. Um, the last three U.S. Opens, the winning score has been six under. All three, obviously, U.S. Opens at different U.S. Open courses. So I expect probably the winning score will be around six under, seven under, maybe eight under. Um, obviously, the one before the fourth last one the one at pebble beach doesn't really count because that's not a true u.s open setup uh that was like 14 under when gary woodland won um and just because it's thick rough don't target accurate golfers um i have learned from that mistake i learned from that mistake at winged foot and i learned that it is better to hit from the rough when you're 100 yards out from the green than it is to hit from the rough when you're 150 yards out from the green because even accurate drivers will miss the green, you know, at least a quarter of the time, a third of the time. And if you're short, a short driver, and you miss the fairway, um, you are screwed. Because then now you have 150, 175, 200-yard shot from the rough. Whereas long drivers, yeah, they might miss the fairway a little bit at a higher rate, but they're hitting it from the rough only 100 yards from the green. A lot easier to get it there from the rough than it is from 200 yards out. Um, what else do we got here? Yeah, I started to look at the course here and it seems like there's obviously a lot of long approach. It seems like anytime that there is a long approach onto the green, the greens aren't too treacherous and the areas around the greens aren't too penalizing. Um, but then there's a lot of short approaches, but then the short approaches, the greens are treacherous and around the greens are, are deadly. So there's not really a lot of mid-range approaches. It seems like it's going to be a lot of wedges and a lot of long irons. Uh, there is a par 3 that's 290 yards that they'll be using 3-wood off of, which is just classic U.S. Open. So, uh, target good golfers is basically what I'm going to say. Here's the five key stats I got. Um, strokes gained, tee to green, obviously. That's just generally how good a golfer is. Uh, we'll take putting out of the equation for the most part. We don't want to back a terrible putter, but for the most part, we want to just target good ball strikers and hope they have a hot week with the putter strokes gained approach gotta hit the greens and then scrambling bogey avoidance and the number one key stat we should all be looking at here rough proximity how good are these golfers from the rough and that is going to lead me to one of my picks the guy who leads the pga tour in rough proximity um, so let's get into my picks here. I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give my outright picks. I got four of them. I got a top 20 bet, and then I'll give you my DraftKings lineup, and then I'll I'll share my screen here, and we'll just go through uh, some data golf numbers here for uh, golfers that I hadn't mentioned or golfers that I want to talk about a little bit more. Um, all right, my first pick. I don't have really too much to say about this guy. It's a guy I have to bet on. This is a guy that. I hemmed and hawed what I should do with him. I'll just say his name. It's Scotty Scheffler. I am going to bet on him at 7-1. to one. This is not necessarily a pick. This is insurance. Scotty Scheffler, if you don't know, over the past two months, has otherworldly strokes gained tee to green numbers. I'll bring up his data golf uh, when I go through that section, but... At, it was either, I think it was the Memorial or the Charles Schwab Challenge. Maybe it was the Charles Schwab Challenge. If he, if he had the... Same strokes gained two degree numbers, but then had the putting of who was it up close that had a good day putting? The putting of 
was it Harry Hall? I think it was Harry. If this is the event I'm talking about, Harry Hall is putting, but his numbers from tee to green, he would have won the event. It was like by like 13 strokes or something like that. His putting has not been good. And even when it's not been bad, it's been like the definition of average. And that has resulted in finishes of, since he won the Players' Championship, he's gone 4th, T10, T11, T5, T2, T3, 3rd. So what I should probably do is what I've done a couple times already and just bet him to finish in the top 5, um, which I am going to do. Now that I'm talk saying it out loud, I'm going to do that as well. But I'll take him to win at 7-1. to one. I'll sprinkle top 5. I'll take him to win. His strokes gain tee degree numbers are just too good. If he has an, an average to slightly above average uh, tournament putting, he's going to win this by 5 strokes. And if I don't have money on Scotty Scheffler and he wins by five strokes, I'm going to feel like a fucking Momo. So Scotty Scheffler. Next up is probably my, my favorite pick. And this is a guy who um, is a very popular guy, guy who was one recently, guy who I haven't bet on a ton. But is a guy who I like this week to win his first major. That's Victor Hovland. I got him at 18 to 1 here this week at the US Open. He has the lowest score in major tournaments dating back over the last 3, so dating back to the last uh, last year's Open Championship. He has the lowest cumulative score by 7 strokes. That stat is courtesy of Justin Ray on Twitter. Uh, the next closest uh, is Scotty Scheffler. I think Victor Hovland's at 27 under par over the last 3 majors. Scotty's at 20 under par, I believe. And his biggest weakness, which is the reason why I haven't bet on him a lot lately, is he's usually terrible around the greens, but he's picked it up uh, in that area at majors. Uh, he is 7th, I believe, in stroke skin, or 8th, 7th or 8th, I don't have the tweet in front of me, 7th or 8th in stroke skin around the greens at majors over that same time frame. But the number one reason why I like Victor Hovland this week is he is the best golfer on tour this season in rough proximity. That is where he dominates. That is where he gets the edge on the rest of the competition. Leads the tour in rough proximity. Leads the field in rough proximity. So he knows how to play the ball out of rough. What course, what style of course is that more important at than anywhere else? It is USGA, US Open style courses. So he's got the recent form. He won the Memorial. He's been great in majors the last three tournaments. He's fantastic out of the rough. I'll take it. Victor Havlin to win Norwegian's first major tournament. Third pick. I don't even have a graphic for it if you're watching the video version of this. I'm just going to say it. Xander Shoffley. Uh, I'm making four outright picks. Two of them are picks I feel like I have to make. If, if I don't bet on Xander Shoffley at a major and he wins it, I will not know what I'll do with myself. So I just have to do it. He's not going to win. I don't recommend you you tailing the Xander Shoffley pick. I got him at 21 to 1, which I actually think is a pretty decent price. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was FanDuel that had 21 to 1 for Xander Shoffley. Uh, if I remember, yes, I think it was FanDuel. Everywhere else was around 18 to 1. So pretty good price there on him. I mean, his numbers are good. Fourth in total strokes gain, sixth in strokes gain approach, 12th in putting, 12th in bogey avoidance. His numbers all line up. Does he have it in between the ears is the question. Who knows? He is a Southern California guy. He should feel at home at Los Angeles Country Club. Now is the time nobody is really expecting him. Maybe now is the time he finally wins one. I don't know. But if he does win it and I don't have money on it, I on him, I will never, ever, ever forgive myself. So just for that reason alone, really, I got to take Xander Shoffley 21 to 1. Not a pick, but it is a bet, if that makes any sense. 
And then finally, I'll go with a guy who is one stroke out of the playoff. Um, on, uh, at the Canadian Open, the guy who had, uh, I think, the best round on Sunday. Tyrrell Hatton. 35 to 1. Great price on him as well. I want to say... I don't remember where I bet Tyrrell Hatton at that price. I think it was points bet. But don't quote me on that. You can always Google, like, best golf odds, and one of the websites will, like, compare all the odds for their books in your area. Uh, 35-1 to 1 on Tyrrell Hatton. You know who he reminds me of this year heading into the U.S. Open? He reminds me of Matt Fitzpatrick last year heading into the U.S. Open. Matt Fitzpatrick, for the majority of the PGA Tour season last year, led the uh, tour in total strokes gained. His numbers shown that he should have been winning. I was betting on him, betting on him, betting on him, betting on him. He wasn't winning, wasn't winning, wasn't winning. Came close, came close, came close. And then he finally broke through and won at the U.S. Open. This year's version of Matt Fitzpatrick is Tyrrell Hatton. He is third on the PGA Tour in total strokes game. Behind only John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. It's Scheffler, it's Rahm, it is then Tyrrell Hatton coming in at third. But yet... 35 to 1 to win this week, despite a guy who statistically in strokes gained data is the third best golfer on tour. Right that right there, I think, is a makes him a great bet. Um, obviously he hasn't won a major. Does he have it in between the ears? Can he keep his composure at a tough course like this in order for him to win? I think he can. Third in scoring average as well, 11th in strokes gained off the tee, 17th in approach, 7th in putting, 32nd in rough proximity, 14th in bogey avoidance, 11th in scrambling. The numbers back it up. Tyrrell Hatton, 35 to 1. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Um, and then I'm going to take top 20 Patrick Reed. I don't have a lot of data for him because, of course, he is a live golfer. But people kind of forgot about uh, Patrick Reed. Uh, T4 at the Masters this year. T18 at the PGA Championship. He finished top 20 in the U at the U.S. Open in two of the last three years. I'll take Patrick Reed top 20 plus 220. My DraftKings lineup. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Nick Taylor, who I wish I would have bet on him last week because his stats are actually bad, better than I thought they were. 18th in total strokes, and 33rd in approach, 31st in putting. I should have saw... Well, I mean, I did bet on him to finish as a top Canadian. So, I guess I'm, I just have um, um, FOMO of missing out on uh, his outright price, which is like 60 to 1, I think. Um, so, DraftKings lineup. Scotty Scheffler, talk about him. Nick Taylor, Patrick Reed, talk about him. Tyrrell Hatton, talk about him. Ryan Fox, who T26 of the Masters, T23 at the PGA Championship, has finished outside the top 30 just twice in his last 12 worldwide events. So, a very good, cheap option for a DFS lineup in Ryan Fox. And then Bryson DeChambeau, who impressed everyone at the PGA Championship, uh, has won the U.S. Open before. A guy who can just hit it further than everyone else, and then he has a lot easier... Uh, wedge shot with uh, out of the rough than everyone else. Um, and he also is a generally a pretty good player from the rough as well. Obviously, no data for that statistic this year with him being on live. All right, let's quickly uh, get through some data golf of some... Uh, I have a meeting in 10 minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up in 10 minutes. So I'm going to try to get through this pretty quick here. Um, I need to click that, and then I need to click... Whoop, I shrunk myself. All right. Scotty Scheffler, I mentioned him earlier. Look at these. Look at these strokes gain, total strokes gain. He finished third of the Memorial Tournament. He gained 3.49 strokes per round with his uh, approach. That's insane. I don't think I've ever seen that. But he lost 2.02 with his putting. He's Lou. He's he's being this shitty of a putter, and he's still finishing top five every tournament. It's insane. I have to take him this week. I don't trust Rory. I just don't. He has had opportunities to win lately. He keeps melting down on Sundays. He hasn't won a major since 2014. Can't trust him. John Rahm, go ahead and bet on him. I think we're seeing a little bit of regression from him. T50 at the PGA Championship, T16 at the Memorial. His putting is sneakily not been good the past couple starts. Um, I would rather bet on Scheffler, personally. Talk to, hey, Xander. Data Golf thinks Xander has the fourth best chance to win. So riddle me that my friends i don't think uh, i will say i don't think data golf takes into consideration uh the choke factor patrick hanley i don't understand the love for patrick hanley i don't know why he's priced so short t30 at the memorial uh where he lost strokes putting he's never done well at a major tournament obviously this is california this is where patrick hanley uh, thrives certainly um but until he gets it done in the major i'm not going to believe in him brooks kepka I will never argue against a Brooks Kepka bet. I just couldn't get there at his current price. I wish I would have saw it coming at the PGA Championship, but now I think he's a little bit overpriced at, I think, 11 to 1. Um, and look, Data Golf doesn't love him either, but then again, not much data to go off of for live golfers, so take that with a grain of salt. Don't love Spieth this week. Too inconsistent. Finished T5 in his last start of the Memorial. Before that, he was cut T29 and cut. The T29 being the PGA Championship. I don't know. I, his around the green numbers, if you see, if you're watching the video version of this, are just terrible. Pretty solid start of the Memorial, though. So we'll see about Jordan Spieth. But not, not a guy I want to bet on. Tony Finau, do it at a major, and then I'll trust you. Matt Fitzpatrick is a curious case. His approach game has fallen off this season. Um, and the only time that he had a really good round uh, or a really good tournament with his approach play, he won, which was the RBC Heritage. 
not in good enough form for me to back the defending champ. Cameron Smith is a play I highly considered. If you're looking, if you don't like the plays I gave out, if you're looking for someone else, or if you want some, um, you know, some reassurance, I do like Cameron Smith. Once again, these live guys are just so hard to handicap. Um, but this is kind of a course that I think fits Cameron Smith's style of play to perfection. Ricky Fowler, if you want to take top 20, top 30, sure. If you want to get aggressive, top 10, sure. Um, he did miss the cut at the PGA Championship, which is concerning. But, I mean, look at those numbers. He is a top 20 machine so far this year on the, on the PGA Tour. Would not take him to win. Absolutely not. Colin Morikawa, kind of a, a, a light version of uh, Scotty Scheffler. We're looking at his approach numbers. His approach numbers are as good, if not better, than previous seasons. But he can't fucking putt. Um, now last week at the Memorial, he was good through what a round or two, but then he withdrew. I actually wanted to bet on Colin Morikawa. I stayed away because back, back spasms scare the shit out of me. It happened to Jason Day right after he got super hot and then I was betting on him and he kept withdrawing due to back spasms. I'm not going to play that game with Morikawa. If he wins and I miss it, fine. I can't back a guy who had a withdrawal from back spasms the week before. I don't really even understand back spasms. Jason Day... Trending in the wrong direction. Stay away. Missed two straight cuts. Although he has three missed cuts in his last four starts with sandwich in there is his win. Um, but still, it's trending in the wrong direction. Not the time to take him. People's obsession with Cameron Young needs to come to an end. His short game is absolutely terrible. He hasn't competed well basically all season except for at the match play. Um, Tommy Fleetwood. Can he bounce? I mean, last week was like his best career performance in terms of putting. Um, his approach play numbers weren't great. Mm. Mm. I could be convinced, but I'm going to stay away. Sung GM, another guy who sneakily hasn't really competed well at majors. Um, he hasn't, not in good form either. Miscut, miscut T41. Staying away from Sung J. Justin Thomas has been a complete disaster this entire season. I've been off the ju Justin Thomas train all season. I have no intention of jumping on him now, even though his price is like down to like 50 to 1. Hideki Matsuyama, a little bit of a dark horse, interesting play. He's been playing solid golf lately. Not great golf, but solid golf. Dustin Johnson, a pretty solid dark horse. If you're looking for a dark horse, solid golf lately, solid golf. Um, and then Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, also a couple of good dark horses. I'm sticking, for the most part, further up the leader or up the odds board. But can these guys get it done at, you know, this strong of a field? If they bring their A game, they can. But they have to bring their A game for all four rounds, and I just don't trust them to do that. Sam Burns, he let me down last week. Miscut, not in good form. And then that's pretty much it. Max Homa, who is the hometown favorite here, uh, had, like I said earlier, had the course, has the course record at Los Angeles Country Club due to, uh, or at the Pac-12 championship, I think it was. Listen, if he has had one, if he had one or two, like, very good major results where he was even in the mix a little bit on Sunday, I would say yes, but he hasn't finished better than, I think he has one major last year's PGA Championship where he finished better than 30th. This year's majors where he's been playing the, one of some of the best golf that he's, or the best golf he's played in his whole career, like seventh or eighth ranked golfer in the world. And he's followed that up with a T43 at the Masters and T55 um, at the PGA Championship. So I'm staying away from Max Homa. Ryan Fox, I brought up earlier for my DFS line, a bit of a good long shot. Adam Scott, a bit of a good long shot. I kind of like him. He's been playing well lately. Nick Taylor to go back-to-back. -back. I mean, that'd be wild, but who knows? Adrian Moronk, I like him. I did an interview with Luke Donald this week, which you can check over on the fan side of the YouTube page. Um, and I forced him to give me a name that he will likely make for a captain's pick as the captain of the European team for the Ryder Cup this year. The name he gave 
was Adrian Moronk from Poland. Uh, so go check out that interview. Fun interview with Luke Donald. Outside of that, there's not really any names way down the, the list here that I really love. I'm looking, I'm looking. Nothing is really sticking out. No. I think the longest shot you want to go with here is maybe Patrick Reed. Ryan Fox for a top 20. Other than that, majors have generally been won by the top of the odds board the past five years. Stick to the top 20, guys. All right, that's it for the U.S. Open. Um, I don't really have any prop bets uh, for this event because I don't know the course. I don't even know what to expect. Golf nerds love it. It seems like it's going to be a fun course to watch. The sixth hole is the one to watch. The no laying up guys call it possibly a perfect hole. I don't have any prop bets. Also, I couldn't find many this early in the week. If I add any more, I will tweet them out. Really quickly, my LPGA picks. I did write this article over on Fansided. You can check it out. Meyer LPGA Classic Betting Preview. Back-to-back outrights on the LPGA. My three picks for the LPGA this week. Leona McGuire from Ireland, 16-1. to Perfect combination of course success, uh, uh, course history at this success historically at this course, which is a course in Michigan called the Blythefield Country Club. She has competed twice in this event, finishing second place both times. She's also coming into this year's edition of the event in great form. She uh, finished uh, third at the match play event in May, finished T7 at the Mizoho America's Open. Uh, and she's uh, has climbed up the leaderboard in total strokes gain, now 24th heading in this week. So great form and a girl who has done very well at this course in the past, so I like her 16-1. to Ashley Buhai, for the third straight week, I'll be betting on her. Um, she had a great performance at Mizuho, followed it up with a win last week where we cashed 16-1. to Now she's at, in my article, I put 20-1. to um, Quick disclaimer, if you want to bet LPGA, largely bet FanDuel, which is surprising to me because FanDuel usually doesn't have great odds on stuff, but... All three of these golfers, um, and when I wrote the article on Fansider, the only sportsbook that had odds was BetMGM, so that's what I had to use. But since then, other sportsbook have released the odds. For some reason, FanDuel has, like, the best odds for LPGA. So BetMGM, Ashley Buhai was 20-1, to FanDuel 22-1, to uh, and Leona McGuire, I think, was 18-1. to uh, So I, I bet them both places, I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, disrespect for Ashley Buhag, uh, 22 to one. Um, and she is fifth on the LPGA in strokes gain approach. Same, but play, she has been playing the best golf of her entire career in great form, obviously coming off a win last week. I think the reason why she's down at the odds board is, uh, her course history has been terrible. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but she's like missed cuts like 50th, 40th, but I don't think it's fair to base previous results completely for Buhai because she just, this is by far the best. It's not like other seasons she's like has a couple wins and then just doesn't perform well at this course. She's been a middling golfer entire career and now like the past month she's exploded. So I don't think the sports books have yet adjusted for how good Buhai has been playing. Like I said, fifth on the LPGA in strokes and approach. Top five in strokes and approach not be 22 to one to win an event on the LPGA. On a very top heavy LPGA. Let's call it like it is. Don't bet any 50 to 1, 100 to 1 on the LPGA. It's a top-heavy tour. Um, Unless it's an extremely weak event, but this one's not extremely weak. Uh, Finally, my last pick is Jennifer Cupcho, 28 to 1. And also, I bet it, I think, FanDuel, I think, was like 30 to 1. 
Uh, she is the defending champion of the event. Um, and she was the one who lost to Roseang at a playoff a couple weeks ago at the Mizuho. So great form is the defending champion. You can bet her 30 to one. No brainer. Um, and she's a big, big reason why she has success here. Um, she's a long driver. This is generally a long course for the LPGA over 6,600 yards. And, uh, she's top 50 in driving distance. So makes sense. So Cup Cho, 30 to 1, Ashley Buhai, 22 to 1, Leona Maguire, 18 to 1. Thank you all so much for watching. Like the video, subscribe to the Bacon Bets podcast YouTube page, rate the podcast, review it, all that good stuff. Uh, code Bob Full, B O B F U L L, for Caesar Sportsbook if you're in New Jersey and Illinois. Thank you all so much for watching. Best of luck this week. May Gambler the Gambling God bless all of your bets. Uh, I will talk to you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.